This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, here we go, Rabotai. In, in one month's time is going to be the Yom Tov of Rosh Hashanah. And we know that the, uh, the Yom Tov of Rosh Hashanah has one primary mitzvah de'oraita, and that is Tikiyat Shofar. Today we're going to talk about the mitzvah of Shofar. And we're going to try to analyze it in a way perhaps you've never analyzed before. The Simag, the Simag was one of the great Rishonim, he writes, Mitzvat ase litkoa bishofar. It's a biblical command to blow the shofar. The Shi'iltos also likewise says, Mechaivin debate Yisrael, lemitka bechatzotra bechad betishrei. The mitzvah to blow the trumpets and the shofar. What bracha do you make? Asher kedeshanu b'mitzvotah v'tzivanu litkoa, litkoa b'shofar, says the Shiltos. Comes the Rosh, the Rosh says, if the mitzvah is to blow the shofar, the bracha is al tekiat shofar. I didn't even ask him to do that. Amazing. Yeah. Okay. However, surprisingly, comes the Rambam, and the Rambam says that there is no mitzvah in the Torah to blow the shofar. No such mitzvah. So no, what am I supposed to do on Rosh Hashanah? Says the Rambam, in no less than eight places, says the Rambam, what is the mitzvah? Lishmoa koel shofar. To hear the shofar. There's no mitzvah to blow the shofar. The Rambam writes in the beginning of Hilchot Shofar, Mitzvah Tasei Shotara, Lishmoa Teruat Shofar, to listen to the Shofar. Now, what's the halacha if a person uh, does not have tefillin? Yeah? How you doing, guys? Let's say, um, let's say there's a Mitzvah in the Torah to wear tefillin. I like your tefillin. So let's say I steal your tefillin. And I want to wear your tefillin. Do I get a mitzvah or do I not get a mitzvah? No, why not? Mitzvah haba ba'avera. It's a mitzvah that comes through sin. What if I don't have a shofar and I steal someone's shofar? Mekayim the mitzvah or not mekayim the mitzvah? Says the Rambam, mekayim, yeah, you get the mitzvah. You know why? Because there's no mitzvah to blow the shofar. If the mitzvah was to blow and I stole the shofar, then I'm not Yotze. But there's no mitzvah to blow. The mitzvah is to hear. So the mitzvah is to hear. I heard it. It happens to be... So what? There's no mitzvah. Let's I have a question. Let's say I steal a hammer to put up a mezuzah. I don't get the mitzvah? I get the mitzvah. The hammer is just the instrument needed in order to put up the mezuzah. So the shofar, says the Rambam, is just the instrument needed to produce the sound through which I'm going to go ahead and listen. The mitzvah is to listen to the sound. There is no mitzvah to blow the shofar, says the Rambam. What? The difference is whether I steal a shofar or not. According to the first opinion, if I steal the shofar, I'm not Yotze the mitzvah. Why? Because... The shofar is what we call mitzvah, the item with which we do the mitzvah. If, again, if the mitzvah is to blow the shofar and I steal the shofar, 
I'm not Yotzei the Mitzvah. If the Mitzvah is to listen to the sound of the Shofar, then blowing the Shofar is just the action with which I produce the sound, through which I then listen to the sound wave. It's, uh, it's just like the hammer. For example, okay? So that's what the Rambam writes in no less than eight different places. And by the way, this explains something very interesting. Did you know anybody here blow Shofar on Rosh Hashanah? So by Ashkenazim, the custom is that at the time of the bracha, the Baal Tokea keeps the shofar covered. Yeah, do you do that? Do the, inside, covered. So some say, Bakes, it should be covered. The Avnei Nezer says the following lamdos to explain why we keep the shofar covered. He says, because as we're going to see, according to the Rambam, there's no mitzvah to blow the shofar, the mitzvah is to listen to the sound of the shofar. And what bracha do we make? Asher Kedeshanu B'mitzvah Yisav V'tzivanu Lishmaya Kol Shofar That's how the Ashkenazim do it. Yeah, Lishmaya Kol Shofar To hear the sound of the shofar. So that means, what is the shofar? The shofar is a nobody. He's a nothing. He's not even Cheftzah Shal Mitzvah. He's not like Tefillin. He's not like Mezuzah. He's not like Tzitzit. What is he? He's a hammer. He's a tool. You Imagine, what do we call the hammer used to build the sukkah? Imagine, what, what if I steal a hammer to build a sukkah? Is a sukkah puzzle? No, no, no. It's, a, it's a good sukkah. So if I steal a shofar, the, sh- the tikiyat shofar is good because the shofar is just the instrument with which I'm in the mitzvah. And the bracha I make is l'shmoah kol shofar. So when I make the bracha and the shofar, you know who's very embarrassed? The shofar. We're basically saying, shofar, you're a nobody. So just like we cover the challah during Kiddush because we're rejecting the challah, we're saying challah, really we could have made Kiddush on you, but you're a subpar. So we do it on something better, so it's embarrassing for the challah, so we cover the challah. So when we make the bracha on the shofar, we're embarrassing the shofar, so we cover it so it shouldn't be embarrassed. That's what the Avnei Nezer says. Okay, so we're going to now study the opinion of the Rambam. The Rambam is of the opinion that listening to the shofar is the mitzvah of shofar. Comes the rush, one of the Rishonim, and the rush says, I'm going to bring a proof to the opinion of the Rambam. You know what the proof is? What's the halacha if you blow the shofar in a pit, in a bar, and you don't hear the sound of the shofar, you, see, you hear the echo, yatsa o lo yatsa? Lo yatsa. Because you didn't hear the sound. According to the smag and the shiltis, that the mitzvah is to blow the shofar, then why would you not be yotze? I blew the shofar, who cares I didn't hear it? But according to the Rambam, the mitzvah is not to blow the shofar, the mitzvah is to hear the sound of the shofar. So I blew but I didn't hear. So, the, so according, this is a proof, the mitzvah is to listen and not to blow. Yeah, you get the proof? Good? You're with me? What? Yeah. According to the, the Rabbanim that says that blowing the shofar is the mitzvah, the kahal, how, how they are yotzeh? Ah, very good question. The Rambam says, I'll prove to you the mitzvah is to listen and not to blow. Because if the mitzvah was to blow, then everybody in the show would have to blow. Can I say, what's your name? Eli. Eli, you know, I'm having a very uh, long day over here. They're making me speak ten times. I don't have time to put on tefillin. You put on tefillin and have me in mind. Be motzi me. Could you be motzi me and wearing tefillin? Why not? 
you can motzi me in kiddush. Because by kiddush shomea kaone, listening is like I said to myself. But any mitzvah shebegufo, any mitzvah that your body has to do, nobody could do for you. So if the mitzvah was to blow the shofar, every single person in the kihilah would have to blow the shofar. So the Rambam brings that as a proof to his opinion. Now some say that maybe you could be motzi me and tkiat shofar because shomea kaone. Not so simple. Shemeka Ona works by words, not by blowing instruments. Okay. Now, the proof to the Rambam is, because if you blow in a pit, and you didn't hear it, lo yatsa, that indicates the mitzvah to listen and not to blow. So there's a tshuva in She'elot u'tshuvot maharam al-shakar. Who says, maybe I'll tell you really, the mitzvah is to blow the shofar. Aye, so why if I blow in a pit? Why if I blow in a pit and I didn't hear, why am I not Yotzeh? He says, question, what's the mitzvah of Kriyat Shema? Is the mitzvah to say the words or to hear? What's the mitzvah? Kore, Kore. But what if I read it and I don't hear it? But but not L'Chachilah. One second. So why do I need to hear it? So it says Maram Al-Shakar, because even though the mitzvah is to read, but we're, there's a requirement that listening also is part of the mitzvah. The mitzvah is to read it, but there has to be a participation of listening. So he says, maybe the mitzvah is blowing, but there has to be a participation of listening. But that's not what Rambam says. Rambam says the mitzvah is to listen, just to listen. So now we're going to ask a whole series of questions on the Rambam. Okay, Rabbi Yitzchak, right? The Shita Rambam, the mitzvah is you got to you, the mitzvah is to listen. The proof is if you blow in a pit and you don't hear lo yata. Mikra Megillah, the mitzvah is to read the Megillah. But when I hear you do it, it's like I said, Shemek Ona. Okay. That's AI blowing the shofar or AI creating the same sound? No, because you have to hear from a shofar. What? Sit down. Okay, let's come to the... Okay, you're, you're asking good. You're asking good. According to the Rambam, what would the halacha be? Ah, what's your name? Ariel is asking, what's the halacha if a deaf person, a cheresh, a shota, or a katan, an 11-year-old blows the shofar? Yatsa or lo yatsa? Lo yatsa. Why lo yatsa? I heard the shofar! If the mitzvah is to blow, he can't be motzimi. Because he's not what we call bar He's not obligated in the mitzvah, so he can't transfer the fulfillment of the mitzvah to me. But now that we're saying there's no mitzvah to blow the shofar, the mitzvah is to hear the shofar. I heard the shofar. So why can't I get a kid? He's a, we'll train him. We train him. He's not... Oh, so what's your name? What? Nisim. Nisim's asking, well, if he can't be Yotze himself, how could he be Motzi someone else? What do you mean? He's not being Motzi anybody. 
The mitzvah is not to blow, the mitzvah is to hear. I'm being motzi myself. I heard it. I heard it. The same way, if I steal a shofar and I blow, if I steal a shofar and I blow and I hear it, I'm yotze. I'm mitzah habababa. No, the shofar is just the tool. So the the cheresh or the shota or the katan is the tool that's used to produce the sound. I heard the sound. Why would I not be yotze? Oh, a guy, a guy. This guy, Tony, he plays the tuba like nobody's business. You can get a little Jew, he comes into the shul. Tu, tu, tu. No, get Tony. Yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to really, Uru if, that, if Tony comes in to blow the shofar in the shul, maybe people will really do tshuva. <laughs> now nobody does tshuva, because the guy, he's 90 years old, you can barely hear what he's blowing. Get Tony, he plays in the, uh, you know, the French uh, Symphony Orchestra. The guy wakes up the dead when he plays the shofar. <laughs> Let, why can't Tony blow the shofar? <coughs> so Ariel, the Shagas the Ariel says like what you said before. Well, this proves the mitzvah is, there are two parts of the mitzvah. There's a mitzvah to blow and there's a mitzvah to listen. Now, first of all, that's not what the Rambam says. The Rambam says not. The Rambam says there's only a mitzvah to listen. If there was a mitzvah to blow and to listen, then if I stole the shofar, it should not be good. It's mitzvah ba And it doesn't make sense. I mean, we can Who are we to ask on Shagasari? But what, what other mitzvah do we have that there are two parts of the one mitzvah? There's a mitzvah to blow and a mitzvah to listen. Okay, first let me blow, and then let me run quickly and listen to the sound waves that I produced. So why can't Tony blow the shofar? Why can't Katan blow the shofar? So you could say, ready? You could say what um, Nisim was saying. Well, the mitzvah is to listen to the sound of the shofar. But what is the sound of the shofar? Is the sound of the shofar just sound waves? Or is the sound of the shofar the sound produced in the manner with which the Torah requires that the sound be produced? And in order for the sound to be produced, in order for this to be tikiat shofar, it needs to be produced by a Jew over 13 years old. In other words, it's not just listening to sound waves coming out of a ram's horn. It's the mitzvah to listen to the Torah-required production of those sound waves, which entails sound waves produced by a Jew who's over 13 years old. What? Megillah. Megillah? Because you need to... Okay, now Megillah, of course... No, no, of course by Megillah, because by, by Megillah, the person reading it is being motzi, the listener. So there, of course, the person who's reading it has to be obligated in the mitzvah. The problem, the, the challenge over here is, if the mitzvah is to listen, nobody's being motzi, the listener. The listener is being motzi himself. Right? The difficulty here, right? you hear the, the challenge over here, is if the mitzvah is just to listen to the shofar, and whoever's producing the sound is not being motzi anyone, he's just like banging a hammer. I have a question. What's the halacha if a Gentile builds a sukkah? Kasher. It's kasher. Sukkah ganvach, kasher. Only lechatchila. Bediyeved, kasher. Why is it kasher? Because 
The mitzvah is to sit in the sukkah, not to build the sukkah. Here's the difficulty. Why is it that Tony could build my sukkah, but he can't blow the shofar for me? If my mitzvah is just to listen, why can't Tony produce the sound? He could produce my sukkah. Why can't he produce my tikiyat shofar? In the sukkah, you have to do a maaseh. You get in the sukkah. In the shofar, in you're listening. Since the mitzvah is passive, therefore, so so therefore what? So so what? So so both. So what? And oh, but if the guy's Jewish, then even though I'm not doing anything, it works. Does that? Right. Uh huh. By the sukkah, I can make it today. And today, and tomorrow you go to it. So it's not the same masses of blowing it that you. But I have a question. What if I'm sitting here and Tony is and Tony puts it up over my head? Then it doesn't work. That's the proof. Uh huh. Does everybody? Once I'm sorry. Does everybody hear clearly the question? Why could Tony build my sukkah and not blow my shofar? Unless somehow you say that's not called listening to the sound of the shofar if it's not produced by someone who's obligating the mitzvah. Yeah, but it is called the sukkah. Why is it called a sukkah, but it's not called a tkiyat shofar? Well, in the sukkah, not the so simple. The intention the, the, is to provide uh, shade. Okay. So uh, it should be different in the shofar. Okay. I don't know exactly, but what, but it's, it's, uh, on that on that way that 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 is that the sukkah, the intention that the, the non-Jew, if he does it to provide shade, it works as a sukkah. I think it has to do with the actual function, so that maybe if, if uh, a goy could probably build a shofar, but not blow it. Why? Because that is, that's the mitzvah. Uh, that's it's leading to someone new. Yeah, I mean. By the sukkah, building the sukkah is leading to someone sitting in it. Okay. But the mitzvah is to li- the mitzvah is to listen. And the guy cannot listen for me. But why can't he blow? Could the guy take a hammer and build the sukkah for me? Yes. 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 So then, why can't he blow the shofar, and I'll go ahead and I'll listen to it? No, because that's the same part. It's a holy instrument. It's the sukkah is also holy, but the guy could build it. Yeah. The sukkah, the sukkah, the mitzvah is in the eating the sukkah or building the sukkah. Eat. There's no mitzvah to build the sukkah. Okay. So why are you asking about? I want to know why do we allow the gentile to build the sukkah? So then why can't he blow the shofar for me? I'm going to listen to it. Why? Why can't he blow the shofar? There's no mitzvah to blow. The mitzvah is to listen. 
So he'll blow and I'm going to listen. The same way he builds the sukkah and I'll sit in it. So it has to do with something about blowing. Since blowing comes from the nefesh. Like I said, blow. So it's something more profound than building. Building with your hands. It's something from your... Okay, that's like, you know, a philosophical reason. But we want to know, like, halachically. We have no way of answering... It's all guessing. You're saying that why am I letting everybody guess? <laughs> I mean, we're just guessing the answers because we don't have this whole... Because I'll tell you why. By, guess, by guessing the answers, by guessing the answers and seeing that they're not good, Right? You see what a strong question it is. I mean, there's, there's Besukim. We, we were starting the conversation. I, I gave you all the information that you need to know. Okay, once it, yeah. Yeah. That's in Shofar. I mean, Shukai says, but according to Rambam, the mitzvah is to listen and not to blow. Okay, let's proceed. Okay, let's proceed. You ready? Guys, you ready? And now I'm going to make the question even worse. Ariel, you ready for this? What would the halacha be? What? I'm going to make it even worse. What would the halacha be? No. What would the halacha be? If a Jew blows the shofar for himself and another Jew listened, but the first Jew didn't have in mind to be Motsi the Jew. You hear this? The Baal Tokea, he's in, a, he's in a room, he's in a closet. He's blowing the shofar for himself. And someone else happened to hear Yatsa or Lo Yatsa? Lo Yatsa. Not Yotze. I don't understand. Why? The mitzvah is to listen. He's not even being Motsi me. He's not Motsi anybody. There's no mitzvah to blow. The mitzvah is to listen. How does he... Supposedly, the means to Why in the world does he have to have kavana? What's he having kavana for? The Gentile that builds the sukkah. I could sit in it, even though he was thinking he's making a house for his bottle cap collection. Why is the halacha that by blowing the shofar, the person blowing the shofar has to have in mind... The person listening. Why do you have to have in mind anything? Yitzchak, you hear the question? This is the big chokehold. The Baal Tokea, the Baal Tokea, he's blowing the shofar. Uh, maybe. <laughs> no. The Baal Tokea is blowing the shofar and he's, he's just having in mind himself. He's blowing it in a closet somewhere. Somebody passes by and listens. Is he Yotze? Is he, he's not Yotze. Why in the world is he not Yotze? If the mitzvah is to listen... He should be Yosei completely. The guy blowing the shofar is just like, is just like the guy building a sukkah. There's no... Okay. Rabbi, there's a difference. In the sukkah, everybody says, Okay. Here, only the sukkah. No, they don't. With the first night, the person making kiddush, he makes the leishev, and he's motzi every time. 
It's a proper, it's a kosher so far. What do you mean? Why? 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 But the mitzvah is to listen. So it is a proper. I understand. Okay, fine. That would work if you want to say that if the Gentile blew the shofar, I'm not listening from a properly blown shofar. But if the Jew blow the shofar, and he didn't have me in mind, why does it have to be blown? What's the mitzvah? Just tell me one thing. What is the mitzvah? To listen. So why does he have to have me in mind? Because you need to listen at sound that is produced for you to listen. Why? Oh, oh only custom made so far. Why? Yeah. In other words, the, the Gentile who built the sukkah, he has to have you in mind? No. So why does the person blowing the shofar have to have you in mind? No, we got we know, but why? Okay. Now you ready for this? Right. This is good. Maybe, yeah. we, go, we go to the two of According to Raman, then we go to the to the other opinion that says so we, we go to the But I want to according to the Rambam. According to the Rambam, why is the halakha that if the Baal Tokea does not have in mind the listener, lo yatsa? I have a question. What's the procedure for blowing the shofar? What what counts as blowing the shofar? You need a Jew who's over thirteen years old to blow in the proper way and have in mind to Transfer the mitzvah to everybody listening. That's it. And a bracha is preferable, but it doesn't. If you didn't make bracha, you're still. It works. And he doesn't put you in mind. Lo yatsa. Right. And what's the mitzvah in the kiddush? To say the words. No, to say the words. To say the words. To say the words. So this is why you need. That's why you need. Right. In other words, if the mitzvah, friends, if the mitzvah was to blow. I would understand why the blower has to have everyone in mind. But the mitzvah is to listen. This is an impossible question. Yeah, you're right. It seems impossible. If the mitzvah is to listen to the sound of the shofar, why does the blower have to have the listener in mind? No, but the mitzvah is to listen. The mitzvah is to hear. Okay, you ready for this? Maybe whoever is so let him listen. Okay. So that's why the guy, Tony, is not Yotze. Tony is not Yotze. He's not being Motzi anybody. Everyone else hears it themselves. He's not being Yotze. The mitzvah is to hear sound waves. So everyone heard sound waves. The person blowing it is not being motzi them. I want to talk about... Can a deaf person blow the shofar? No. No, that's sort of one of the, part of the question we ask. Why can't he blow it? Just because he is not chayav, but everyone else heard the sound of a shofar. Unless you say, well, everyone has to hear the sound of a shofar produced by someone who's obligated. But still... It still leaves us with the million dollar question. What if a Jew who's obligated blows the shofar and the only thing missing is he didn't have everyone in mind? Who cares if he didn't have everyone in mind? Okay, you ready? This is... 
Wow, I'm coming back to Panama. Okay, you ready for this? I'm going to tell you the lambdas of the Avnei Nezer and Reb Chaim Brisker. I'm telling you, I'm t- what we're learning now is the highest level of Talmudic lambdas. Okay, the highest level of Talmudic logic. How are we doing? It's handling this? Okay, you ready for this? Let's talk about the mitzvah of Kesivat Sefer Torah. Okay. What's the halacha? If somebody writes a Sefer Torah and then he gives it to a Beit HaKnesset. It's his. It's his. No, he gave it. No, he gave it. I know. He lends it. He lends it. If somebody has a big, he, he goes to Israel, he gets the most expensive sofa for $180,000. Okay. He makes big hachnasat sefer Torah. He brings in all the big singers. He does it over here in Santa Clara. And then he takes the Torah and he gives it to the shul. He lost the mitzvah. You know Why? From here we see the mitzvah is not to write the Sefer Torah, it's to own it. But if you don't own it anymore, people think that when they give it to the shul, they write, um, whenever I want I can take it back. People think they do that because they want to be able to take it back. That's not why they do that. They do that because otherwise they lose the mitzvah of Sefer Torah. You must own it. Really? You must own it? Then why? What's the halacha if somebody's father passes away and they inherit the Sefer Torah? You get the mitzvah or you don't get the mitzvah? No! Why? I own it! You have to write it. Oh, but I didn't write it. So then why if I write... Well, so the mitzvah is to write it, so I write it, and then why can't I give it to the shul? I have a question for... What's your name? Ze'ev. Is the mitzvah to write or to own? If the mitzvah is to own, then why if I inherit a Sefer Torah, I don't get the mitzvah? You hear? You hear my question? If the mitzvah is to write it, listen carefully. If the mitzvah is to write it, then why can't I give it to write it and give it to the shul? I wrote it, right? Oh, so you say because the mitzvah is to own it. So then why can't I inherit it? Rabbi, no. For no. me, for me, there's a lot of mitzvot uh, that are two parts. Like for example, tefillin. Tefillin, if you cannot put your tefillin on your arm, you can put it only on your head. You have the mitzvot. You do. So it's not real. It's really two separate mitzvot. There's shaliyad and shorosh. It's real. The, um, some some uh, authorities count it as two separate mitzvot. But what is the mitzvah of Sefer Torah? You hear the way we're analyzing it? If the mitzvah is to write it, then why can't I give it to the shul? If the mitzvah is to own it, why can't I inherit it? You ready? We're about to reveal one of the most amazing concepts in mitzvot. A mitzvah has two parts, but almost always, it's the exact same thing. Okay? In rare circumstances, they'll be split. Okay, you ready for this? We're going to be splitting hairs now, but you're going to understand it very clearly. Every mitzvah has the act and has the fulfillment, the kiyom. The ma'aseh and the kiyom. In English? The act and the fulfillment of the mitzvah. Discharging your obligation. El cumplimiento. No, Meaning, are you say There's the act, and then do I get credit for it? The credit that I get for it. Okay? Usually it's the same thing. Tfilin, the act is putting on the tfilin, and I get credit when my tfilin are on. Tzitzit, 
the act is putting on my talit, and I get credit when my talit. It's usually inseparable. When it comes to Kesivat Sefer Torah, the act is writing it, but I don't get any credit by writing a, a, a Sefer Torah. I only get credit, I only fulfill the mitzvah if I own it. Okay? There's the ma'aseh, and there's the kiyum. There's the act, and then there's the fulfillment of my obligation. Usually, what? Oh, we're going to come to Shofar in a minute. Usually it's the exact same thing. Sometimes they're mitzvot where they split. Writing a Sefer Torah, the act is writing it, the fulfillment is owning it. So if I wrote a Sefer Torah and I gave it to the shul, I did the act, but I don't get credit for the mitzvah because I never fulfilled it because I don't own it. If I inherited a Sefer Torah, I never did the act of the mitzvah. One question, Rabbi. If you do both, you uh, write it and I own, and it. own it, and if I give it away after I already fulfilled the mitzvah, no, no, I have... if I lose the, the, the mitzvah, I, I, own it. I already fulfilled The mitzvah is to remain the owner. So I now, for example, I'll give you an example. Okay, I'll give you another example. Procreation. Pru uravu. Huh? Pruravu. What's the mitzvah of Pruravu? There are young children in here, okay? What, what, what is the mitzvah Pruravu? According to most opinions, uh, the, the biyah, the relation is the, mitzvah, the act, but I don't fulfill it until I'm the father of a boy and a girl. If the boy, if the boy and the girl don't survive, you lose the fulfillment, but you did the act. Okay, years after. Yeah. Yes. Okay, now. No, now. No, one second. Sorry. What, what do you mean they don't survive? If let's say somebody has a boy and a girl, and chas v'shalom, the one of them passes away. A hundred years later, no. When the father is alive? Father's alive, yeah. No, but nobody lives until forever. I don't understand. I don't understand. He, he loses, loses a mitzvah if the children die yes. in, the, in his lifetime. Yes. Uh, only in his yeah. lifetime. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Once you have the grandchildren, if their grandchildren are born, then maybe even if the ch- Okay, okay. Now, so listen carefully. Of these two parts of the mitzvah, which part could I do for you? In general, when I could be, can I, can I be motzi? Oh, when, could I appoint a shaliach to do mitzvot for you? I could appoint a shaliach to act for you. I can't appoint a shaliach to fulfill a mitzvah for you. I can't fulfill mitzvah for you. I can act for you. So I could say, the sofer the could do the act of writing for me. But he can't own it for me. Okay? So when it comes to, um, to, to for people acting, for, people could act for you, they can't fulfill mitzvot for you. They could do masa, they can't do kiyum. They could do acts, they can't do fulfillment. So I say for a Torah, I could appoint someone, do me a favor. Do me a favor, please. Write Sefer Torah for me. But I'm the one who has to own it. Cut the foreskin of my child for me. But you can't be the father of a child who has milah for me. I'm the father of the child who has the milah. Another example. You ready for this? What's the mitzvah of mezuzah? 
to put it on the doorpost or that in my house it should be on the door. The act is to put it. Can I call the rabbi? Hey, rabbi, put the mezuzah on my door. Yeah, yeah. 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 Why? Um. Because he's doing the act for me. But he, but I'm fulfilling the mitzvah as the owner of the house that has the mezuzah on the door. If you buy a sefer Torah that was not written in lishma for you, you yotzevet. Yes. Yotzevet yavad. Yes. So why? Yes. So there. Okay. You don't yotzevet yavad. One second. There, it's because the act of purchase is considered maasa. That the question you're asking might indicate something slightly different than what I'm saying, but I'm using it for my purposes. But the fact that you could buy a pre-written Sefer Torah means that um, basically that would be the act involved. In other words... If you want to know how the Avnei Nezer says it exactly, he says, by shofar, since everything is passive, there needs to be an act of blowing. By Sefer Torah, the act could be the purchase. The purchase could be the ma'asa. But I'm just bringing an example. What we're, what we're uncovering now is that even though normally the two parts are simultaneous, there are instances where the act and the fulfillment are separate. For example, procreation. The act is the relations, the fulfillment is being the father of the children. By Sefer Torah, the act is writing, the fulfillment is owning. And by Shofar, you could say, there's no Machloket. Why is Sukkah different? I'm going to tell you about Sukkah. By Shofar, everyone agrees, the mitzvah is just to listen. So he said, the mitzvah, just listen, why do you have to have me in mind? Because the act is blowing. And for you to be motzi me, now you can't be motzi me in listening, because you can't be motzi me in fulfillment. But you need to transfer the act to me. So therefore you need to be Yisrael. And you need to be Bar And you need to have me in mind. So the act is not the mitzvah, it's the masa of the mitzvah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, do you understand what I'm saying? No, by shofar, the mitzvah is to listen to the sound of the shofar. So, the question, the million dollar question is so, why does the Baal Tokeh have to be Yisrael? Why does he have to have me in mind? The answer is because the blowing of the shofar is not the mitzvah, it's the ma'aseh of the mitzvah. The kiyum is the listening. The blowing is the ma'asev, the mitzvah. These are two distinct parts of the mitzvah. Therefore, now, now the question is, what do you make a bracha on? The Rambam, now, what do you make a bracha on? So let's try to analyze. When the rabbis enacted brachot, did they enact it on the fulfillment or on the act? Let's go to the mezuzah case. I want to give you an amazing another example. The Bahag, the Baal Halachot Gedolot, 
The Baal Halachot Gedolot says all of Sfirata Omer is one long mitzvah. That's why he's of the opinion if you miss one night, you're done. You're toast. You can't make any more of the mitzvah. It's one long mitzvah. So the question is, so then why do you make a bracha every day? If Sfirat Omer is one long mitzvah, why do we make a bracha every single day? Says the Briskarav, because the rabbis made brachot on the act, not on the fulfillment. The fulfillment is only when you get up to day 49. But the act of the mitzvah is to count 49 different days. So the rabbis made the blessing on the act. So some Rishonim say that by shofar, even though the fulfillment is listening, make the bracha, letkoah, because the rabbis always make the, the uh, bracha on the act. The Rambam says, no, they only make the bracha on the act when they happen at different times. But if it's happening simultaneously, then you're going to make the bracha on the fulfillment. So the mitzvah tkiyat shofar is a unique mitzvah that has two parts to it. And it's simultaneous. Two parts are happening by shofar and they're happening at the same time. One is, every Jew has to hear the sound of the shofar. That's how we fulfill the mitzvah. But it must come through the act of blowing the shofar. But the question is, but I'm not blowing the shofar. He could blow it for me. No, but he can't put on tefillin for me. That's that's because he can't fulfill mitzvot for me. But he could do acts for me. So therefore, I want to share with you an amazing chidush. This is the chidush of Rab Chaim Brisker. And historically we know that in the shul of Rabbi Yisrael Salanter, you remember Rabbi Yisrael Salanter was the founder of the Musar movement. He would announce before Tekiyas Shofar, he would say, everyone should have in mind to fulfill the mitzvah of listening to the Shofar. And everyone should have in mind to be Yodse, the act of blowing with the Baltokeah. You hear that? So it comes out that Kiyat Shofar has two components. The act, of, the act of blowing, and everyone should think, okay, I'm fulfilling my blowing. Not, I am accomplishing my blowing through the Baltokeah, and therefore he has to be Jewish. He has to be over 13. He has to have me in mind. But the fulfillment of the mitzvah is when... I'm listening to it. So what, what, Now, what would the halacha be if somebody steals the shofar, blows it? Is he motzimi? The Rambam says, yeah. What do we see from that? That mitzvah haba ba'avera is only on the fulfillment. But on acts, you're allowed to steal the item. Okay? So this is... Uh, Hopefully, so we'll call it in-depth analysis of the mitzvah of Tiyat Shofar. When you say that at the end, it's a problem for the Esfah. Because if you steal... Oh, oh, one second. I want to, okay, I want to come back to this. What did this gentleman ask before about, about uh, Sukkah? The answer is by Sukkah. The act is sitting in the Sukkah. And the fulfillment is sitting in the Sukkah. And what's building the Sukkah? Nothing. Hechsher mitzvah, just preparing. Blowing the shofar is not hechsher mitzvah. It's masa mitzvah. Masa mitzvah is the act of doing the mitzvah. Building the sukkah is just preparing the item with which we will ultimately accomplish the mitzvah.
My kavana is first of all, I need to. I have kavana to listen, and his act of blowing, I wanted to transfer to me. A person cannot have children or Lenu. He goes and adopts two children, a boy and a girl. Somebody else gives the act. You're getting the fulfillment. Simply not. How? Simply not. Because you're not the fa- you're not the halachic father of the children. You're the legal father of the children. But you're not the There's a halachic way to do Yeah, it's 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 a good deed. It's a good deed. It's a righteous act. But technically if you're fulfilling the mitzvah no, you, A, you didn't do the act. Yeah, no, there's nothing you can do. A, you didn't do the act. And B, you're not the parent of the child, halachically. You know, when, we come to, when it comes to Pruravu, I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. You ready for this? We, you know, we, we asked about Pruravu. We sort of said the act is the relations and the fulfillment is being the father of the children. What would the halacha be if somebody was a, was a, a Gentile, had a boy and a girl, had a boy and a girl, and then he converted, and then he converted. because he, he caught the relationship with when he the act he did he didn't do an act because any act that he did is not counted but he's the father of the children. So you ready for this? You don't need to go so far. Also in vitro treatment. One second. One second. So uh, in that case, he didn't do the act when he was obligated, but he's also exempt from doing the mitzvah because he's not required to do the act because right now he's the father of children. The children converted also. That's the opinion of Reish Lakish. Rabbi Yochanan holds, Rabbi Yochanan holds that since... Gentiles also were commanded on Pruravu regarding this mitzvah. He, we could say that, yeah, it, it transfers. Yeah, it's they a big. Don't have the, the don't have they what? They don't have. They don't have yichus. But at the end of the day, you were the ones who brought these kids into the world. But you also fulfill the mitzvah with adoption, or you don't. Right, right, yes. Don't. Somebody is sterile, and they adopt a boy and a girl. They also people that adopt. No, 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 the answer is would work, it should work. It happens to be there's a separate pasuk that says it doesn't work. But it really would have worked. In vitro, yeah, but, but, but if they're his children, 
then he's exempt from the mitzvah. You hear? He might not fulfill the mitzvah, but he's not obligated to then do the act to have the children. He's fulfilling the mitzvah. In other words, he... But he's not doing the act. Right, so... It's considered as if, in other words, he's not obligated anymore to have the children, because he has children. But does he get credit for it? I'm not sure. It's fulfilling the mitzvah. I think it's problematic. Like, if somebody has kids outside of the, out of the, out of the marital... Uh, he gets the mitzvah. With a goya? Ten. Oh, with the goya? No, not so pasha. With pilegesh, yeah. Okay, with a, Yeah. Ten. It's not recommended. <laughs> okay, okay. Shkoya, thank you. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.